Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 164, and today we are going to be discussing what to do over long holidays. If you have a long holiday coming up, this is the episode for you. Uh, I have uh, about five weeks off now because I have finished my grades. Uh, I'm taking the final exams to campus today have them in my backpack next to me ready to go after we're finished recording this and that will mark my five weeks of freedom and so today we need to talk about what am I going to do over this long holiday I'm sure some of you occasionally struggle as well when you have a long holiday what to do in order to not be bored and not actually want to go back to school or work uh, three or four weeks into your holiday so we'll talk about that today I'm curious to see what advice and tips Jared has in store for me. So without further ado, my good buddy Jared, what's going on, Jared? Hello. Hashtag no days off. That's my tip. Um, (laughs) Spread a little love. Hustle hard. Yes. Yes. Hustle always. Get a side hustle, Chad. That's my recommendation. Um, Please follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Uh, Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. You know, sometimes, you know, I blame you guys for all this hesitation because if you guys were to actually listen to me when I were to tell you to follow us on, say, Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast, Twitter, Untranslatable One, five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, if you were to actually do it when I said it, maybe I wouldn't get so confused at the very concept of me saying these things out loud. Um, so, how about you help me with my existential crisis? Existential, the word of 2019. Um, oh, it's 2020 now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to 2020, everyone. Chad, you have a um, five-week vacation. I mean, theoretically, though, as a teacher, you should be used to these kind of things, right? Theoretically, yeah. But you never get used to them. Mm. Well, maybe you do. Maybe <laughs> I'm just bad at it. What, Who knows? What, what, what's, the, uh, what's the occasion? Or, or, or how do they justify five weeks? Is it just mid-semester? Or is it... Or is there some holiday we don't have here? You hit the nail on the head. It's because of a holiday we don't have in the United States, which is uh, Chinese New Year and Spring Festival. So uh, my my semester officially ends on January 11th. And okay. uh, I will go back February 16th or 17th, I think, is the day that uh, Monday is, I believe. Uh, February 17th. So I will uh, have to go back and start teaching then. Um, yeah, and it kind of reminds me, though, of our uh, old school days at Albion when we would have like five weeks off during winter as well, mm-hmm. remember? And I remember yeah. that all of our friends that went to bigger schools, you know, uh, Michigan State mm-hmm. or University of Michigan, they'd have like two <laughs> to three weeks off, and I'd just be chilling yeah. at home with like three <laughs> weeks left, like, okay, twiddling like, my we, thumbs, like... I, I remember that too. Like I would start by bragging to my friends, like you already got to go back, and then like after all my friends were back in school, I'd, I'd be so bored, and I'd be like, honestly, I'd rather just be at school at this point. Like now I'm just hanging out with my parents. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when I could be, and we love our parents, yeah. but uh, it's it's different when your friends are all gone. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know, I've lived with my parents for years. I get it. They don't, they're not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love them, but they're not fun. Um, don't they listen to this podcast? Yeah, they're not fun. They don't want to party. I, I think they'd agree. Yeah, no, we don't want to have 
we don't want to quote unquote have fun with you guys. Um, you said the Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. What year are we talking? Year of the Rat. So, uh, oh, glad I'm not that one. I guess I guess I am Monkey, which is not that much better. What? Uh, they don't do numbers at all. Like I know I've heard of those Year of the Animal. Insert animal. Well, it's a it's a tw- it's a twelve year cycle, and they repeat every twelve years. Um, so that so they don't even bother mentioning the year is what I'm getting at. Like it's it's just like another year I of the rat, no idea. or oh now it's year of the. I or, think um, I think the <sighs> animal implies what year it is because if you know it's a twelve year cycle in theory mathematically, right. you could probably figure out what year it is. Um, but yeah, yeah, their their calendar I believe is the lunar calendar if i remember correctly um yeah and so so yeah i'm a i'm a sheep uh i was born year of the sheep you're a monkey mm. um oh wow some, easy slipping on gator piss <laughs> sorry you were born that's, year of the monkey that's a good drop um, re- that is a good drop re- right re- there you're one. a monkey <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, apparently uh there is i don't know what the fill uh, uh can't talk today what the philosophy is but i guess every year um each animal if you're born in that year you're supposed to it's kind of it's almost kind of like the way that we use zodiac signs a little bit like they say Mm. if you're like you know they say for me as a sheep i am very uh laid back which i think in some regards is 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 true (laughs) thanks jared uh laid back sheep tend to uh um work well with people um, I'm not sure what the uh, consensus is on monkeys, um, people born year of the monkey, but uh, you're a monkey, Jared. I bet you, so I I bet you, you have some, uh, some ideas, though, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. We'll get, we'll, I, we'll, I, I want to, um, we'll, we'll talk more about your, the, the new year, and uh, clearly we, we, we've exhausted our knowledge of it, but I want to talk about more how you're going to spend this five, uh, five weeks later, but. Sounds good. You know, one of the obvious options for you is travel. You know, I mean, that mm-hmm. goes without saying. Whether you're going to do that or not, we'll find out in a bit. But yes, we will. Um, I tra- I've traveled a little bit last year. You traveled a good bit last year. And we, everyone has their opinion on who are the best airlines, what's the worst airlines. I believe I told you recently United's not going to last because of how bad they are. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't think Spirit's gonna last, and uh, no. these are all good guesses. Although I did say I think Frontier will last. You know, I said for some reason I feel like they'll last before Spirit does. I believe I said that. I don't even listen to anything, any of this, and I edit all of it. Um, these airlines had the fewest on-time arrivals in 2019. Let's get down to it. Who do you think had the fewest online, on-time, not online, on-time arrivals in 2019? There are... Um, Is it an American carrier? It's all American. Give me... All American. Give me the... United. Top, the bottom two, the worst, and the best. No, United's not on this list. Spirit. Those are my two go-to. No, no, okay. no. Hmm. I don't know that many airlines. The the, uh, the two. I'll give I'll give you a clue. The two uh, with the um, lowest on-time arrival are l- both low-cost air- carriers, though, or fewest on-time arrivals. I should say, not lowest. Um, I have no idea, buddy. Frontier. 
Okay. Is a low cost, and it had seventy four point four percent of Frontier flights and seventy four point eight percent of JetBlue flights successfully arrived on time in twenty nineteen. Meanwhile, do you can you guess what the best the best is? Delta. Very good. Very good. Yes. You probably can't guess the other one. No offense. Probably um, not. Seeing how fast you gave up on those losers. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably not. Alaska Air. Oh, Alaska Airlines. I wouldn't expect okay. you to get that, obviously. Yeah, Ranked I the best that one. With 85.69% giggity and 82.01% <laughs> of all flights making it to the gate on time. Oh, nice. Um, I take Delta a lot, not because I have some sort of allegiance because they're the best or anything. It's just because they have a hub here in Detroit, so I just it just has to become that turned out that way because I grew I grew up here. But um, I mean, I'm honestly surprised that the gap's even that big. I thought they'd all suck. I thought they would all suck. People claim I see people claim in the comments, you know, oh, it's based off of where these where the hubs are for some of these places. So like. Because the hubs are in, are in certain locations, like Frontier being in Colorado, Denver, for mm-hmm. example, they're more prone to weather incidences, right, and it's like, right. yeah, come on. I don't think... I'm sure that has something to do with it, You don't but think that has any validity? I think it has some validity, but I don't think it's swaying the needle that hard, you know? Okay. That might give it a... a, a I'll, I might give it three to five percentage points because of that, okay. but those are still big gaps nonetheless, That's fair. you know? That's fair. Um, so yeah, I mean that makes sense. Of course, the low cost airlines are gonna are gonna be the worst. That's how it's supposed right. to be, I guess. In theory, yeah. I mean, the if the phrase uh, "you get what you pay for" has any truth in it, <laughs> exactly. Then, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Speaking of getting what you pay for, by the way, spread a little love. I think we should spread a little love. Let's People do get it. more what they pay for in this segment. Let's do it. Uh, my shout out today goes to goes out to a woman in Japan um, named Kane Tanaka who has extended her record as the world's oldest person by celebrating her 117th birthday at a nursing home in Fukuoka in southern Japan. Uh, Tanaka marked her birthday with a party on Sunday, along with staff and friends at the nursing home, uh, television from local broadcaster TVQ Kyushu Broadcasting Co. showed. Uh, Her birthday was on January 2nd, uh, and... uh, so, yeah, so she is the oldest living person, uh, according to Guinness Book of World Records. So I think that's great. I hope 2020 will be an awesome year for her. Yeah. And she can extend it to uh, to 118 in 2021. I mean, speaking of existential, I wonder how it feels having all that attention on you, you know? Like, uh, like it's almost that, like, pressure, you know? I mean, it's definitely pressure, it kind of feels like. I feel like that would not help. I mean, obviously, you can't help the attention in the year of our Lord 2020 people are thirsty is going to be thirsty. You know, people are going to get, go for those clicks, but I feel like that, like more attention can't be good. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, don't I'm know. speaking I, for myself. Speaking I feel for myself. like in a way, don't I stress like me out with how old I am. It must be kind of nice. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but you're getting know. recognized. How are you feeling? I don't, I don't know. I guess you, you like the idea of being recognized. I guess like, leave so. me alone. I mean, I mean, she seemed happy in the pictures. Uh, so. I haven't seen the pictures. So. So. <laughs> yeah, but shout out to her. That's really awesome. Oh, Connie for sure. Tanaka. Happy birthday. Uh, sending lots of love. Happy belated. And uh, we hope 2020 will be a great year for you. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Jared, I mm-hmm. think it's time we get into the namesake of our podcast. Yes. And uh, for yes. some of our some listeners out there. Oh, good. Well, for some of our listeners out there, they may know or may remember, uh, I will be going to Bali, Indonesia in a few weeks. Uh, that is a small part of my vacation, but I'm actually going for work. And I have an Indonesian phrase for you today, Jared. So here we go. It is. Okay. They speak English Bobby there Buta. too, don't they? They do. Yes. Okay. But this is an Indonesian phrase, Babi Buta, and it means blind pig, if you translate it uh, directly. I will tell you, though, Jared, I'll give you a little hint. This is a phrase to describe a person. Now, what that person's doing, you will have to figure out. Or blind how to pig? Describe that person. Blind pig. Um, is this just like someone that's clueless? Mm-mm. Um, no. Nope. Um, we we would use this phrase not related really to an animal, but when someone uh, someone with a color. You actually guessed this on our last episode. Someone with a color. Hmm. Is it someone that's like blue? I'm feeling blue. No. Um, a it's color. A, it's a brighter color than blue. It's a color I see everywhere here in China. Red, angry, a blind pig, blind rage. There we go. Is that what it is? Someone, yeah, someone who lashes out angrily is a blind pig. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I can kind of imagine that. Pig is an interesting animal in my American mind because usually that's just gluttony, laziness. Right. You know, you don't really. I don't really relate a- anger and pigs, but I wonder if they have like I wonder if they have like feral pigs or boars in Indonesia, and mm, maybe that's like why. hogs or, or some right. sort. Are those? Yeah, right. yeah. My first untranslatable is from New Zealand. That means it's English, um, but it still it has doesn't mean you'll know what Kiwi it is. Kiwi English for sure. He <laughs> couldn't organize a piss piss up in a brewery. That sounded more Australian, but still like nothing. He couldn't organize a piss up in a brewery. So that's like he he can't do anything? Can't get anything done? Uh, yeah, sure. He's unable to accomplish a simple task. Can't get mm, anything done. Okay. I'll give you that for sure. All right. Nice. Couldn't organize a piss up in a brewery. Uh, you know, hey, sometimes <laughs> maybe they got stage fright. Who knows? Who knows? Is piss- oh, so uh, I now actually now I understand it. So he's like he couldn't even plan for people to get drunk at a bar. Essentially, is what they're saying. Ah, uh, okay. That, yeah, that piss makes up sense. meaning like you can't organize people can't getting get pissed. drunk. Yeah, uh, real pissa. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. I have two Chinese ones for you. Uh, this one is, um, Fei Chin, Fei Chin, Wang Shi, uh, Wang Shi. Sorry. And it means uh, fail to sleep and forget to eat. Now, I will tell you, Jared, this is actually a positive um, mm. phrase. Fail to is it sleep like you're and so happy that you fail to sleep and forget to eat, or you're so in love? Um, no, Jared, what else could you be doing that would make you forget to eat and forget to sleep? Having fun. You're having so much fun. Nope. nope. Um... Sleeping. <laughs> oh wait, you you, re- you, you fell asleep. Re- <laughs> you remember those college days when uh, 
you had five exams due and uh, or five oh, exams, studying. Uh, oh. not necessarily studying, but also working hard. You work so oh, okay. hard, you forget to eat and sleep. Okay, and so this okay, is a, okay. An idiom used to praise people, and uh, I love these stories of some of these idioms, Jared. So let me tell you this quick story. So the origin you know, of this real quick idiom, though, you know, it's interesting. Uh-huh. I need to know the context. Think about the context, though, because I feel like. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't know that if it's going to be Chinese, they're probably not going to be like talking about getting hammered or dr- drunk in a positive light. Just probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Not like not like our Kiwis. So here's so the story, origin sorry. of this. Uh, so the idiom originated from the famous Chinese educator and philosopher Confucius. Confucius taught many students, many of whom became famous later on. This Cheng Yu. Uh, or four-character Chinese idiom, is a famous uh, Confucius saying. Um, Tse Lu, one of Confucius's students, told his teacher that someone who had heard of Confucius's fame asked him about his personality, uh, Confucius's personality. The question took Confucius by surprise. Why don't you tell him, said Confucius, that Confucius's personality is that he studies so hard without feeling tired and he even forgets to eat, but still teaches a lot and is not afraid of being poor. He even forgets his age. So Confucius so talks in third story. person is is what I'm getting at. You better believe it, buddy. Because that was kind of a confusing uh, sentence. But then I'm like, oh, okay, Confucius is telling himself to tell those people, and then he's telling them in third person. Okay, that's right. When you're a, when you're at the level of Confucius, mm. I think you're allowed to do that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You say that reading it now, many years later. But if he was talking to you like that, you'd be like, all right, dude, come on. <laughs> I'm, come on I'm going to start uh, to only refer to myself in the third person from now on Jared <laughs> Chad says the uh, next untranslatable uh, my next untranslatable Jared says the next untranslatable <laughs> is uh, French and it's fondre comme neige au soleil to Something melt about sun. to melt like snow in the sun hmm is this like to not have a thick skin? No. So it's more like um, something that you do. So like like you... To you, work really hard. Uh, no, but maybe say you did work really hard, then that night you went out and... Oh, uh, to, to get drunk, get wasted. <laughs> I no. love it. It makes me so happy when you don't let me finish the clue because then you give um, what you would do, I assume, but not what the actual answer is. And it makes okay. me very happy. What's the full clue? Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. All I was going to say was, and then Got you go out and you, uh, and you start making it rain and uh, you... Oh, to spend money. Yeah, to dissipate rapidly. Ah. Usually okay. money. Okay. So it's I not like just that. to spend okay. money, but it's to spend it aggressively to melt right. like snow in the sun. That's what happens to your money. One. It just disappears like snow in the sun. I like it. That's a good one. I'll give you uh, the other Chinese one uh, for our next episode. I think we have a lot to talk about today in our main topic. So okay. let's, uh, let's start talking about it. We got So just to give some context for our listeners that either forwarded through the beginning of our podcast. No one ever actually does that. Well, you never know. But I will be going on a five-week uh, break from uh, teaching. Well, 
technically I'll be at least here at my post here in Jinan, but I will be doing a teaching workshop in Harbin. Uh, so I will have to do a little bit of work, but it's uh, a modified presentation I've done on games just with a focus on speaking uh, and listening. But other than that, I will have the time off. So mm. uh, I will need to fill my time with uh, other things other than teaching. I already miss my students dearly. Um, so, Jared, what do you think I should do? What would you do if you were me? Uh, well, Chad, I've had all day at work to think about what you should do over your vacation. I'm sick of looking things up, you know, having the internet tell me things. I used my own brain and I thought, what do I want to see Chad do? Or what do I think he could do that could fulfill him during his five weeks? What would WWJD Dare I say, what would Jared do? <laughs> what would Jared do? Um. Uh. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm reading my own notes. <laughs> Go to museums. You like museums, and you know, Chad, you're gonna be like, "Oh, that's an interesting idea. I wonder what kind of museums they have." What I have, I I can tell you. Here are a list Great. of the, of some of the top museums in Jinan. And we can see what, what might interest you, museum-wise. Do you know any of any museums in, in, in your area? There is a science and technology museum. I've walked by it before. Other than okay. that, I couldn't tell you. There's, I know there's probably a history of Jinan Museum somewhere. Mm. I will tell you this, though, Jared. How many, or I will ask you, and you may not know this question, so I apologize for asking, but how many of these museums have uh, English in the museums, because at least there are, from what now I've heard, know, a lot I don't of, know the answer to that question. <laughs> okay. Because from what I've heard, at least in smaller How research cities, do you think I'm doing? Lots of research. <laughs> uh, lots and lots of research. And because from what I've heard, Jared, and this is good for our listeners to know who decide mm. to come to China, um, if you're in a lower tier city, so I believe Jinan is a tier two or tier three uh, city, they won't have as much English in places. If you go to tier one cities like Beijing or Shanghai, you will see a lot more English. Um, and here, go ahead and take a look at our Shanghai episode if you're curious. I will say, I think in Shanghai, you don't really need to know much Chinese at all. In Beijing, it's really useful to know some Chinese. Um, so what museums are there, though, Jared? Now, I knew, I knew this was going to go like this. Chad, every time anything slightly new is introduced to, the, to him... He is so good. You, Chad, are so good at just finding any sort of reason why it can't be done, why you can't do it, why it's impossible, why uh, it's just out, out of reach. I have a couple counters for you. One, I don't think it fully matters whether it's in English or, or Chinese or not. Who cares? Dude, I go to museums all the time, and I don't learn anything, and they're all in English. <laughs> Like, I, like enough. you make it seem like you have to go in there with some sort of greater knowledge goal. We're trying to we're trying to think about ways to kill five weeks uh, of, of of freedom in a place where you know essentially no one. Yeah, I know you know people, but essentially no one. And so another thing I would say is. Um, you could go to these museums and find out. And if it's not, you could still figure out a way to get through and pay to get in. Look around. Look, see what kind of things they have in their museums. What sort of, uh, w you know, just what sort of artifacts they have. 
Mm-hmm. One of the museums is the Shandong Museum, and I went to the website, and it says Shandong Museum, founded in 1954. It's the first large-scale, provincial, integrated, topographic museum in the People's Republic of China. It was established in two parts, the eastern part by the British Baptist missionary J.S. Whitewright in 1904, located in Guangxi Temple in Guangxi, Temp- uh, Guangxi Temple Street, which used to be uh, one of the earliest museums within the borders of uh, boundaries of China. The western part in 1954 located in the World Red Swastika Society. In, okay, well, maybe not. Right. In Shangshan Street. Is that it? Shangshan Street? I, I couldn't tell you, buddy. Which used to be uh, the seat of a religious society which combines Confucianism, Taoism, Buddhism, Christianity, and Islam. The former site of the eastern part was turned to the natural spec- specimen showroom and to the and the western part the historical relics showroom when Shen- Shandong province was founded so even if it's not in english it still seems interesting there might be in english based on the who started the website's in english yeah yeah that's true and it seems like it was started by english speakers li kuing sao museum hall have you heard of that? A memorial no. hall, excuse me. Mm-mm. That's number two on trip. <laughs> We're not going to go through all these. Have you heard of any museums in China? This is beautiful. Wow. The only one, I, as I told you, I know of the science. Uh, there should be like a, oh, I forget the name of it now. But I walked by it. It's right downtown. The, like, it's like the Science and Technology Museum or Technology Museum. Now, here's another great example. This museum, Mm -hmm. from what I'm seeing in the pictures, is gorgeous. Now, if it's only in Chinese, I don't think it matters because just the fact that you're seeing this this building, I think, is is worth it in itself. This is the Li... uh, I already said what it was. I don't need to say it again because clearly (laughs) I can't. And um, and this is what I'm getting at is we're not going to go through all these museums because um, I'm boring myself already. Museums are a great tip for sure. And... Just because you don't speak the language, I don't think that matters in the slightest. That's all I'm getting at. That's, That's all I'm fair. getting at, you know? But I look forward to why you can't do this next one, which is, hold on, which is explore what your Chinese TV has to offer. Mm, you like have that, that TV sitting in front of you, and, mm-hmm. and, and, um, and you've talked about how you're, oh, you know, maybe I'll turn it on at some point. I'm going to guess you haven't turned it on once. How much How much money are you willing to bet on that one? All right, I'm going to guess you haven't turned it on three times. You're wrong. You are very oh, really? wrong. Maybe you it's watch just because I haven't mentioned it on the podcast, but uh, I, uh, actually, oh, yeah, I, it's what awesome. Kind of, oh, what have so, you seen? Uh, so so I, turn, I turned it on. And I apologize, by the way. You're good. I turned it I on. Every, I assume you have to tell me everything on this, that you do in your life That's this true. Podcast. That's true. Who, needs, who needs a journal or a diary when you have a podcast <laughs> with Jared, right? Um, so, so I found out my TV is kind of like a smart TV. Um, where, well, I guess it, by our standards, it is a smart TV. Uh, it's connected to my Wi-Fi. And you remember, Jared, that I... Um, I... When I got internet, uh, I was wondering, oh, should I get cable or not? Uh, pay the extra money, mm-hmm. and I decided no. Now I'm very yep. glad I decided not to because once the moment I, when I first turned on my TV, the first thing it made me do was uh, hook it up to Wi-Fi. So I hooked it up to Wi-Fi, um, and there are tons and tons of cool... Um, like you can get uh, news. It's all in Chinese, but you can get news. There are... 
uh, there's like a, a like a spot. I don't know if you would call it an app or what you would call it, um, where it says TV and it says TV and has like a picture of a TV. And there, there mm-hmm. are all sorts of Chinese movies. And then also there is a spot for foreign movies as well, um, foreign movies and foreign series. So I actually watched the entire series of Supernatural uh, a couple months ago. Um, I like it. It's pretty good. Jared's clearly not pleased with no, my no, answer. No, 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 no. There's nothing but, wrong with the show. The funny thing is you, you, you say this all proud of yourself that you did turn on the TV. Um, like I was bringing this up to be like, hey, yeah, turn it on and find some great American shows you haven't watched. <laughs> Watch well, them in English right. and catch up on some great American TV. So I've tried English. to I've tried to watch the news in Chinese <laughs> a couple times, but the two news channels that at least I've clicked on, it's you know at least in the states with a lot of news channels, I'll have like little pictures in the background, right? The mm. one news channel that I've watched, it's literally right. just the same background, and I have no idea what they're talking about. The only I thing mean, I that guess I that's know, fair. What am I asking right. of you? To just listen to some uh, some guy or woman just talk at you? Well, uh, I might try to watch some of the movies. I might try to watch some of the movies. At least those can have some entertainment value to them uh, right. visually. Right. But you're 100% All right. right with the TV, for sure. I have two words for you, Chad. Hashtag maps mm-hmm. off. Mm. Okay. So a hashtag maps off exploration of Genon. A hashtag maps off exploration of. Can I say where else you're going? Yeah. Beijing, mm-hmm. which would even be easier to do, I would imagine. Yep. Um, I, but, but full on explorations, you know you can't get lost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you have the time. Right. I think that would be interesting to do. Just see, see where your, your own two feet take you. Right. So I will be spending three weeks in Beijing, give or take. Um, three, maybe four. We'll see. We'll see. It all depends on uh, if my girlfriend uh, ends up going back to Russia for a week or not. Um, but uh, I'm excited. I'm hoping to. There's. I know there's a couple of guitar stores and a couple like kind of areas where mm. it's like a music street shop. You better believe that I'll be going there. Uh, I also saw a book that I should have pulled the trigger on when I first saw it, but a book of 200 of the most useful Chinese characters. Uh, I'm planning on going and buying that as soon as I'm back in Beijing uh, and learn how to write and say these 200 characters. So grow my Chinese vocabulary of like 10 words to hopefully 210 Mm -hmm. words. So that will be great. I mean that's um, huge, dude. If mm-hmm. you, I mean, you haven't done it yet, but if <laughs> right, if that were to happen, that's a big deal for sure. Right. I think the key, though, Jared, to any long vacation is you need some variety because if mm-hmm. you do the same thing the entire five weeks, it's impossible. You are going to be bored for me to at tears. least. Now, I will say the one thing that I could do, I think, the entire five weeks and not get bored with. I think you know my answer, Jared. Guitar. Yep. Yep. And so that's what I want to ask you, mm-hmm. Jared. So here's my situation. So I have a fairly heavy suitcase because I'm, I'm packing for you know, quite a few weeks of being gone um, from Jinan. I won't be back here probably for about 20 days. Um, so I got a full suitcase. I'm taking a backpack as well, you know, with my laptop and my Kindle and other stuff. Question is, Jared, so there's a cheap acoustic guitar um, at my girlfriend's apartment. So I would have that while mm. I'm in Beijing. 
Um, but it doesn't play great. It doesn't, I mean, I, I play it and it's okay, but it doesn't quite uh, inspire and arouse the interest as it would if I had my acoustic guitar or my traveler guitar. So the question is, Jared, do I suck it up and bring my traveler guitar with me uh, and haul it along with the rest of my stuff, or or do I just uh, play the cheap acoustic at my girlfriend's place um, and keep the traveler guitar here? Mm. What are your thoughts? I'd say if you're not aroused to play that cheap acoustic, bring your guitar because listen to yourself and and know that if all you have is that cheap acoustic, you're not really going to be playing to your fullest potential or as much as you probably know you could slash want to. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm glad you asked that because that actually leads to another recommendation I have for how to fill your free time. And this is a major bullet point with three sub-bullet points. And I'll, under, Ooh, I'll explain what I'm talking about right. in a second. All right. Podcast improvement tasks. Mm. One of them is pod music is what I have written here. Oh, okay. And so another thing I would say would be, if you're only using that cheap acoustic guitar that, as you said yourself, you're not really even aroused to pick up, you know, um, you also won't be able to transpose this new podcast music to GarageBand. Fair. That's a good point. That is a very good point. Um yeah, I guess the only thing for me is, do well, I guess it's just a lame excuse, isn't it, Jerry? I mean, my travel guitar is not that heavy to just mm. strap it on my shoulder with my other stuff. It's not really that much extra to bring. So, you know what? And I'm going to bring that. it. But you, I like that, and I like where your head's at. I'm not trying to get you to carry more stuff. I understand that. And I'm not trying to guilt you through uh, our podcast to <laughs> bring it with you. Because uh, I have two other bullet points that involve bringing no extra materials, so uh, okay. I'd be willing to give this one up. <laughs> um, but I hear you, though. It is heavy. It, it's not heavy, but it is something else to bring. How much do you plan right. on bringing in your backpack, though? I guess that's where it's at. Are you going to have a not, full backpack? Not, not too much. No, it's not full. Because okay. my suitcase is so full, I probably could right. put right. some stuff You're taking the train back. one stop? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. One, yeah, direct train from Jinan to Beijing. Mm, mm-hmm. I'd say bring it. I'd say bring it. Yeah. You don't need to bring it. I mean, you have your headphones. You just play on your headphones. Better experience, mm-hmm. wider range, pod right. music. The other thing I was um, thinking, too, is uh, killing time, as in if I'm sitting waiting at the train station before my train leaves, I usually, like, read. I was reading The Witcher, uh, but I've finished the first book, so I need to order the second one. So and I could read my Kindle, but sometimes it's nice to um, yeah. noodle on guitar, uh, and that's mm-hmm. one thing, Jared. That uh, is one of my goals. I think it's important when you have a long vacation to set some goals, so you don't just mm-hmm. sit on the couch and become a, a couch potato. Uh, I, one I of my can goals do that. is I to. Find myself doing oh, that I can sometimes. too. Uh, I can too, especially you know watching watching stuff online. It's very easy to do nowadays. Mm-hmm. The internet gives us. I started so watching Big Mouth on Netflix. Have you seen that show? Oh, I have. I've watched all of it. It's, it's been great. I've been crack. It, me and my uh, girlfriend have been loving that show recently. It is hilarious. But one of mm-hmm. my goals, Jared, is to improve uh, and get and at least play guitar for at least an hour a day. I think that's very attainable. Yeah, I mean that's I mean. 
I, I believe that you can do that. And me being a, a, a novice, now probably even lower than novice because I've, I've really lost it on my piano. Even an hour, just for those people that aren't as uh, going as hard, aren't as experienced as you, I would say even committing to 10 to 15 minutes a day uh, is oh, a it's big, big goal or good Absolutely. step. Because I think even more than how long you do it, is the is the consistency much like speaking a language? I would say it's one hundred. It's all about that consistency. One hundred percent. Um, are some other pod improvement tasks. Now I wanted to say this one to the to the end, but you got me with the music, so I'll keep going. Okay, um, let's hear. <laughs> uh, figure out way. Now, obvious one is to figure out ways to reach a bigger audience. You know, mm-hmm. bet, ways to market us, ways to improve maybe our social media. For some reason, our WordPress no longer is is connected to our Podbean. That's messing up. So our Pot, oh, so our episodes okay. aren't going to our WordPress, and so people aren't seeing it on our website, untranslatablepodcast.com. Um, so that's you know that's an obvious one. We could always be doing that, and, and um, it's easy to get into a rut, into a um, into a uh, into get comfortable. Although I have been seeing mm-hmm. some big countries out there, some growing countries, Kazakhstan, bro. Shout nice. out, nice. Canada Thank is you, going Kazakhstan. crazy. We appreciate it. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Uh, Ontario and British Columbia. Nice. Uh, all three of those are strong. Nice. Um, Italy's been strong for a while. Turkey. It's good to see you guys out there. Um, anyway. That's awesome. Um, uh, oh, okay. One more. I mentioned this last episode or a couple episodes ago. Uh, reach out. Not, and now that we know we have a consistent way to talk to guests, no matter when, mm-hmm. where we are. Reach out to all, you. You have a lot of great guest ideas, and I hear you when I when when um, when you tell me them. But I uh, I don't do anything about it because I'm like, well, these are Chad's people. I don't know these people. Right. Take this time to email some of these people, mm, uh, good call. and um, and see if and see if you can and at least reach out to these people and make a hello. Hello, I'm Chad hello. With, uh, from the Untranslatable Podcast with my co-host Jared. We have millions of listeners and many subscribers and sponsors, and we would love to uh, <laughs> just lie a little bit, you know? Uh, <laughs> all right. That's enough about us. I have some more, though. I do have a couple more. Um, how's, um, how's, your, how's, your, how's, your, uh, how's the grocery store been treating you? How's, been, how's your body uh, health-wise? You've not been nervous about getting sick recently? Nope. Um, I will tell you, though, I have gained about two pounds, Jared, and I think some of it mm. uh, has to do with my girlfriend is an amazing cook, and we both uh, enjoy food quite a bit, so we uh, probably eat a little too much and, uh, and don't exercise enough. So I think either the exercising needs to go up or the food intake needs to go down a bit. Usually when your girlfriend is cooking this amazing food, what are you doing? Where are you? Uh, how are you responding or interacting with her? What's so the space if, like? If we're in Beijing, her, her kitchen is a bit tight for even two people go to work there because it's pretty mm-hmm. pretty narrow. Um, so usually, well, when she was cooking beforehand, I was usually, it was the end of the semester and it was very chaotic. So I was uh, preparing for finals, um, you know, trying to help my students study, grading, stuff like that. Now that I'm free, I'm hoping to... Um, bump elbows with her and uh, and get in the kitchen with her. I hope 
um, would be All right, a lot of we'll fun. Slip it on gator piss. Let's focus on cooking food for now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, easy on the bumping of elbows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting because next on my list is learn how to cook something. Mm. Um, but I think part of that in my head, it I, and I like that you have uh, your girlfriend there, one, because she knows the language, two, because she knows her way around a kitchen, which you don't know either of those things. But I would true. say Very figure true. out something uh with uh with your girlfriend that you guys want to make for dinner go to the grocery store with her or did she get her groceries delivered does everyone do that i don't know do people go a to the grocery store do that. in china a lot of people do that yeah. all right get it well delivered. if i don't know make it a date go to the grocery store get the groceries come back cook it um and actually ha- get your hands dirty you know um you're too old to say that you're too old to say that you don't know how to cook anything that's Um, fair i agree with you and i have one more one more now this one this is just wishful thinking really at this point uh table tennis Mm. yeah yeah i think you're right that is wishful thinking and the, the problem is with this break a lot of from what I've heard, a lot of places, including even Jinan, kind of becomes a bit of a ghost town because people go mm. home to see their families over this break. Um, so where is is no one in no no one has family in Jinan? No one lives people, in Beijing and is do, coming to Jinan to sure. see their family. No, I'm sure there are plenty of people, but I'm I'm not sure if like one. I don't know where any table tennis clubs are. I did find okay, one okay. spot in my apartment complex, but we'll see. So what's wrong with that place? You can't go there? You can't even start there? Well, what I'm saying is if I'm not sure if people will be chilling there. I'll have to see. I got you. Um, I still need to... I hate to admit this. My father would be so disappointed in me, but I don't even have a paddle yet. I'm disappointed yet. in you. Uh, I'm not angry at you. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> You're just disappointed? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jared. That's like the worst thing a parent can tell you. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Um <laughs> Well, Jared, um, so I talked about goals. No, but I want to share I, some of my goals. W- one more thing, though. Like, I understand mm-hmm. you not being able to go because it might be tough timing. Even if there are places, they might be a little scarce because it's hard to get out with the family around and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. you can at least figure out where some of these places might be able to be. So once everyone's back in the swing of things, maybe you could just go. Just recommendation. Now, please. That's, sorry. That's a go good ahead. idea. Absolutely. So a couple of my goals. Um, because I will be having more time. I want to spend more time learning uh, Chinese and also Russian. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. My dual streak has not been going strong lately, so I'm hoping to bump that back up again. Uh, also get that book, as I was saying, and learn how to write uh, Chinese characters as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Because there is a method to do it, Jared. There's like a certain... Um, a method to like learning a number it, of like strokes. strategically, yeah. you mean? Okay. Yes. Well, yeah, there's like a way you're supposed to write certain uh, like Chinese characters. So, so that's another goal of mine. Obviously, play a lot of guitar. Um, do some pod stuff as well. I was actually... It's funny you mentioned music. I was definitely hoping to come up with some uh, new music. Another thing that I would like to do, at least while I'm in Beijing, is also jam with some people. Uh, I have a few friends who are musicians in Beijing, and I would like, I like to that. play music with them as well, which would be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, my last goal is to do some exploring. In Beijing, I haven't done a ton of sightseeing because usually I just uh, spend time with my girlfriend and she's been in, in, in and out of China for the past 10 years. So for her, like sightseeing is kind of, I think she's already seen it all and done it all, at least in Beijing. Right. 
Um, so I'm hoping to do some of that. Um, hoping to hit up the Beijing Zoo this week once I get there, which will be super awesome. What are um, what are some some sort of g- generic tourist attractions in in uh, Beijing, like the Brandenburg Tour of Beijing, Forbidden <laughs> City, you know, the Eiffel the Tower one. of yeah, Beijing? The What's it, what is it? The Forbidden, Forbidden City. City. That okay, used to okay, be okay. where the emperor lived, so it was forbidden for normal citizens and. Joe Schmoes, like Jared and I, to go visit there. So the Forbidden <laughs> City for is yourself. one. Uh, uh, then there is, uh, I believe, the Lama Temple and Temple of Heaven. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. I mean, you can, oh, wow. see, you can see the Great Wall. It's about a two-and-a-half-hour drive outside of the city, I think. Uh, I but might that do takes it. Some, some doing. Yeah, it I mean, you should see it before you go. Like, yeah. I mean, before you go back home permanently, you should definitely visit it. Oh, absolutely. But if you don't do it now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame you for that because it is sort of a chore, it feels like. Right, right. But yeah, it's been, it's been tricky, though, uh, thinking about what to take and what to leave uh, since yeah. I will be gone for at least 20 days. Uh, had what to kind be of, very strategic. Mm-hmm. What kind of access to uh, laundry do you have? So there is a washing machine at my girlfriend's place, but the issue is there's not a ton of space to dry. So you also mm. have to be smart about um, how much you're washing and where to put it afterwards. Um, so that's why I had to be strategic and bring, I uh, tried to bring some stuff that was quick dry. So, you know, wash it dry, <laughs> hopefully in a day or two, it's completely dry. Some moisture dry. wicking clothes. Uh, that's right. That's right. Um, so yeah, and and depending on uh, what happens, if I come back to Jinan, then I can, you know, obviously leave some stuff here and and because the whole issue was Jared is I was thinking if I don't end up coming back to Jinan um, for those five five days or six days or however long until uh, from between Harbin and well really it's like ten days between Harbin and uh, Bali, then the question is I also need to bring what I'm going to bring with me to Bali. So I also mm-hmm. had to do that as well. So I have that ready to go. Um, I'm thinking the likelihood is I probably will be coming back to Jinan for at least five days, maybe a little longer. We'll see. All depends on train tickets as well. Uh, for the week of the 20th to the 25th of January, I've looked at trains. And unless I take like a six-hour trip, like I take two trains to get back to Jinan, all the direct trains from Beijing to Jinan are sold out. Every single one of them. Hmm. It's just so, peop- It's just heavy travel time. It is peak travel time. Yeah, it is. Well, that's annoying, but um, I don't know. That's that is annoying, but I guess you just like you just know that, and you just have to plan for mm-hmm. it. It is what it is, kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. I, yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing too, Jared, my last goal, uh, and then we can we can move on and talk about uh, some music. But my hey, last don't rush goal, it, Chad. Actually, I wanna I wanna hear your goals, please. My last goal is uh, I would like to read at least five mm. books. I figure I have wow. five weeks. A book a week is very doable with the amount of time I'll have. Um, really I'd like to read upwards of eight to ten books. We'll see. Two books a week might be a lofty goal. Um, especially while I'm in Bali because I'll be there for work, but we'll see. Can you read multiple books at once? Yes, I usually do. Okay, okay. What 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 kind of books do, do you have? Some like a, a back or log of books you want to read, or do you just you just find them 
Are they fiction, nonfiction? Good for your most, profession. Most of them are nonfiction. Uh, the majority of them are nonfiction and related to either music, teaching, or finance. Trying to mm. learn a lot more about finance. You know, become more financially responsible as I get older, which is yes. always good. You betcha. Um, so, so I have some some of those types of books. I mean, on my Kindle alone, I think I have over. Not trying to flex on any, anybody right now, but I have over a hundred <laughs> books on on my Kindle. Yes. Uh, so I'm hoping to knock some of those out. Um, yeah, I would like to read a couple and find a couple books, and I'm sure I can once I'm in Beijing. Uh, find a couple books as well about China, Chinese culture, mm. Chinese history, stuff like that. Uh, I think because I think although I have learned some stuff from my students and from my colleagues, I think there's a lot more I have to learn about China. And I figure what better time than now to learn it. So uh, I have another yeah. I have another recommendation for you. Is there um is there like a Airbnb Couchsurfer? One of those exists in Beijing, right? Or in China, I should say. Cou- I'm pretty sure Couchsurfing does. I would imagine so. Um, look to see what sort of events they have on there. That's a great idea. I would idea. recommend doing something. And, uh, and this is a new thing for me, but I would, after my trip to Toronto, I would recommend looking up maybe a walking tour of some area or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a good way. What I really liked about when I did it was the tour, seeing stuff was great, but um, just getting the the snippets of facts about the actual city intertwined into into it is is what i enjoyed that's a great tip help it helps helps appreciate the city at least for me it did oh absolutely yeah and the whole thing about beijing is i know the nightlife fairly well but that's about it Uh, i don't really know that much about the sites about the history um so i am definitely hoping to learn that while i'm there for those Mm -hmm. weeks and then when i have time in jinan um, i'm hoping to do the same as well so should be fun i think the key Mm -hmm. i think the key with any long vacation is uh have a good balance of relaxation, but also doing stuff. Uh, yes. You know, learning stuff, enjoying your hobbies. To our listeners out there, if you don't have a hobby, get a hobby. Pick up an instrument. <laughs> learn how to draw. Learn a new language. Do something. Start a uh, podcast. Start a don't podcast. Don't do that, actually. Don't do that. It's a lot Leave of work. Leave that to us. But it's a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the best tip I would give anybody for five weeks off is listen to the entire catalog of the Untranslatable yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. And you can hear a lot of great music uh, yes. on the Untranslatable Podcast. Yes. Well, not directly on our podcast because of copyright, but via yeah, our we YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast. Um, and today, we have a very special artist from Australia, Ainsley Farrell, and the title of the song is called Walls. And the music video is pretty interesting. Uh, what were your thoughts on the song and the video, Jared? The music video. I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't pay close attention to the music video. I guess I can open it now. But the song I liked, it was very um, like uh, is indie the right like it had the very like indie vibe to it. Um, but it was good. I mean, I mean, it. it, it I, 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 there's so many artists to me that are similar to that, but I can't even think of their name. But like, if you were to say like, um, like a not like a Nora Jones esque, or even like mm-hmm. um, who else is similar to her? Oh, I don't know. She's got a just a very soft-spoken-y indie vibe, you know? Like, like she knows a lot about Sage, and she knows her way around a crystal. And she right. um, is very in line with her chakras. Oh, I'm looking at the video now. Um, she's staring at, at you, sitting in a, a chair, 
very symmetrically between two windows and a bunch of stuffed animals are appearing in front of her. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a uh, cool video. I like the way it was shot. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's playing a guitar in um, a bathtub filled with with, uh, towels and sheets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, just normal fun stuff. But I like that. Yeah, I mean, I like, and it looks very like homemade. Like it looks like I could shoot this on my iPhone. Right. Looks like right. you could shoot this on your iPhone. Actually, <laughs> well, let me put I'm it that not way. So sure. I'm not if so I sure. If I did it, that. it might look better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a fantastic song. I really like. Uh, I like the vocal melodies. Uh, the guitar, I think, is. Mm-hmm. It's not complicated, but I think it fits the song perfectly. Doesn't, uh, it doesn't have to be complicated to be no, good, doesn't. though, you know? Like, no, not, not everything has to be Jimi Hendrix ripping it, you know? <laughs> right. No, and a lot, and that's why it fits the song, I think. Uh, it's really yeah. great. Uh, you're right, though. There are definitely some good indie vibes. I picked this song, Jared, because I think it has kind of a relaxed, laid-back feel, which mm-hmm. is definitely the feel I'm trying to go for for this long holiday. Um, yes. No stress, relaxed, chillin'. Learning stuff, doing stuff, uh, I think is great. Uh, so check that out on our YouTube channel, on Translatable Podcast, at the Song of the Pod playlist. Uh, we are sure you will enjoy it. So, Jared, speaking of uh, relaxation, my Chinese word of the pod today is um, fang song. And, uh, sorry, fang song. Uh, I'm not sure if I said the tones right. And that means uh, relaxation. So there you go. Mm, okay. Mine is abur. My Spanish word of the pod, excuse me, is aburrido, aburrido, or aburrida. Aburrido? Can you? Aburrida? Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. I can't Which roll means? my R's, everyone. It means bored. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that is the danger with uh, these long vacations. You just got to keep yourself busy, and um, you never want to admit. At least I personally, even if I am dangerously bored, I never want to admit to being bored because it feels a little childish. And it also feels like in my head where it's like, I'm saying this, but I know there are things I can do. It's just, it's right. just, it's just I, like I'm bored, quote unquote. But no, I just, I want to be lazy is really more what I should be saying. Hey, I want to be right. lazy. <laughs> right. Not I'm and bored. And that's why I think. That's why I think it's very important to find that balance between relaxing mm-hmm. and being lazy and getting out and right. doing stuff. Because I think the worst the worst experiences are when, or the worst vacation is when, or maybe the best, depending on who you are and your personality. But at least for me, if it's been five weeks and I feel like I've done nothing, I feel like I wasted my vacation, you know? Um, I. I- I understand that. And maybe there are people that don't feel that way, but I think it's don't feel guilty about doing nothing if that's how you're going to spend it, you know? Like, I, I feel true. like if sometimes when I feel that way, I'm like, oh, I, sh- I could be spending this time better. I can't believe I'm just sitting here. I can't believe I'm about to start another episode of Big Mouth. Uh, right. You know, things like that. Yeah, I think it's, as I said, though, I think it's good to have a mixture of stuff. Uh, now, if you yeah, really no, want to sure. just sit at home and watch Netflix, uh, we aren't here to judge you, but I think at the end of the day, mm. what will give you a lot more fulfillment during your vacation is definitely to pick something up, improve something, um, get outside, you know, think, explore. Exactly. Maps off, uh, all of that stuff. So yeah, I think that's yes. really important. Um, you know, go to museums, pick up a hobby, read a book, 
watch a documentary. You can still be kind of lazy, but you're also learning at the same time. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, uh, stuff like that. Absolutely, Jared. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, we'll definitely uh, keep you posted on uh, my adventures throughout these five weeks. I'm looking forward to Bali. I'm looking forward to Beijing and also exploring Jinan a little bit as well once I come back home. So that will be great. Um, so follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast, to see what kind of shenanigans uh, Jared and I will be up to. Also check us out on YouTube, Untranslatable Podcast. Uh, and if you're curious about our song of the pod or songs of the pod, check that out. Uh, it is on there as a playlist, uh, and we know you'll enjoy. Uh, and lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how love. we can make this podcast better for you. We would really appreciate it. We send out a lot of love to all of our listeners, especially the new ones coming from Kazakhstan, uh, all of our uh, all of our friends in Italy and uh, elsewhere around the world. We really appreciate it. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Gekuyame, which is gracias, and shisha. <laughs>